KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. You might not know about the economy, but I bet you want to. It can be a ruthless game unless you play it good and right. What am I talking about? Swiftonomics. Taylor Swift makes it very easy for me to do this, to have this theme. There's so many references and things that I can make. There's also just such a large community around Taylor Swift. Catherine Bender is an assistant professor of economics at the University of Delaware's Lerner College of Business and Economics. She started a workshop to make economics, specifically data analytics, a relaxing thought. Taylor Swift was the hook. I think that this has made it a lot more marketable to the students. I'm getting in a lot more students who I necessarily would not have reached without this theme. It's me. Hi. I'm the host, it's me, Matt Leon, and this is KYW News Radio In-Depth, sponsored by your Delaware Valley Honda dealers. Get a deal you'll like on a Honda you'll love. Today, how lessons about Taylor Swift are helping students at Delaware understand the economy while boosting engagement and gender representation in the classroom. Kind of explain to me what you're doing, what you're teaching, how you're teaching it, where Taylor Swift fits in. Kind of give us the overview here of this course. Yeah, so uh, this is a workshop series that consists of eight workshops where we take a deep dive into developing data skills that can be used across uh, any field or career path. We are using a Taylor Swift theme. This has proved to be a great hook um, and really piqued the interest of our students and have gotten them into the classroom. So I, I can't really teach students unless they're in the classroom. So it's been a great way to get students into the class. I think if you talk about developing data skills or coding or anything like that, it can seem very intimidating to students and it can actually be kind of fun, even though most of the material is pretty challenging. How many workshops are there and how many kids, how many students are taking this? So we have eight workshops across the academic year. I was limited to accepting 32 just because of the computer lab space that we have available to us with the with the software that we use. But since there was so much interest in it, we had about 68 applicants in the fall with a pretty short time of uh, actually advertising it too. So we are looking at running the first three workshops again in the spring and then continuing on with the next five after that. So we'll essentially have kind of two cohorts that I'll be able to go through. So give me kind of an example. If I take this workshop, you know, give me an example of what I would learn, how you would present it and the kind of the Taylor Swift angle to it. One of our first workshops, we looked at uh, constructing a data set. So we have been using Spotify data on Taylor Swift's songs and albums. So there's so much data out there nowadays. And one of the big biggest skills we have to develop in our students, I think, is to teach them how to take that data and to be able to turn these very complex data sets into you know, simple visualizations that we can gain insights from. So that's what I'm mostly looking at doing. And then also how we made the data set what we wanted it to be. So for this one, we looked at the popularity of Taylor's version songs versus the original releases. With that, we took, we had to first drop a lot of different albums that that weren't, that didn't have a Taylor's version yet, or will never have a Taylor's version. And so we we narrowed it down to the four, the four albums that do have those versions. Then students had to create, generate a new variable that identified which of these songs were Taylor's versions and which were not. So they they learned to generate that variable and then create a graph that then compared the popularity uh, measurement. Spotify has this popularity measurement 
from the, the Taylor's versions versus the average popularity from the songs that were not Taylor's versions. Did you choose Taylor Swift just because of popularity? I mean, I'm sure you probably could have done this with a lot of different artists or or ideas, or just just the kind of the magnitude of data and things she's connected to just make her kind of a perfect, for lack of a better term, vehicle for for this workshop. Yeah, so th- there were definitely several reasons. I mean, she's been in the news a lot, <laughs> and her music and just her. Her music has a very universal appeal, including a segment of the population and a segment of our students, women, who are definitely underrepresented in economics. So at the University of Delaware, about 25% of our undergraduate econ majors are women. And so I want to bring in my own interests and, and hopefully other women can see, you know, all that you can do with economics and with these skills that we're building. So she makes it, Taylor Swift makes it very easy for me to do this, to have this theme. Um, there's so many references and things that I can make during these wor- workshops to help keep it fun. There's also just such a large community around Taylor Swift. So the, the purpose of the workshop series is to you know build, build and develop these data skills for our students. But again, it's a very, very difficult thing to do. And it makes it a lot easier when you have a, a supportive community around you. So um, one of the other things we did before a couple of the workshops is we actually had kind of an informal networking event where students could come and make friendship bracelets. And during that time that, you know, there were other students who were in the workshop, there were uh, what we call data mentors who are some other undergraduate students who have more data experience. And then there were also some admin and other professors, things like, you know, other people like that who the students could network with. And the students reported that this actually really helped them create some cooperative relationships that they were then able to draw upon when they were in the workshop. So when things started getting tough, they were able to say, hey, you know, what do you have for this? Or, or how are you doing this part? And they were able to draw on that as well. So she just really makes it easy kind of to develop a supportive community and to keep things fun and interesting while we're trying to tackle some complex concepts. I think a lot of people might see a headline for this or, you know, and think that, oh, it's just a course on Taylor Swift. Isn't that adorable? Like, but you're doing hardcore econ stuff, just putting it in context with Taylor Swift, which makes it, I would imagine, just go down a lot easier for people. They're able to kind of get their arms around the concept more because they kind of they can see it in their own language, if that makes sense. Exactly. And that's been one of the one of the best things. I mean, this was something that I probably even underestimated. My data mentors, just a shout out to them. They have been absolutely wonderful because they've throughout the whole process have provided me with kind of an undergraduate perspective. And so one thing that I, I definitely thought we were going to use the Spotify data for maybe one workshop, but kind of based on feedback, we decided to continue to use that Spotify data for a couple of workshops because the data that that data are familiar to students. They understand album, song title, duration, popularity. They understand those variables. And, and so since they already have a good understanding of that of that data, then it's much easier to focus on the, the skills we want, we want to work on developing, such as constructing, cleaning, and analyzing that data. Give us some appreciation, some context on the impact Taylor Swift has economically Kind of give us some context for the impact she's having. Yeah. So, I mean, it was really interesting because earlier this year we saw the Fed 
Reserve of, of Philadelphia actually released some numbers on this about how much she boosted the economy. So as economists, we would say that anything, any additional spending, so any new spending that she creates will help boost the economy. So for example, if somebody was going to go to say Disney World, but instead they decided to go to the Eras Tour, then that wouldn't be new spending, right? But if your option was sitting at home or going to the Eras Tour, then that would be new spending and that would that would um, help, help boost the economy there. Yeah, so it's been really interesting seeing, again, I mean, her net value is now skyrocketing as well. And we see everything, you know, everything that she puts out for sale, her merchandise, these tickets, anything like that are gone just so quickly. You know, the, the demand is there. Like you see these numbers, Taylor Swift's tour added $4.5 billion into the local economy. How does that work? How is that figured? And is that like numbers on a paper or is that like there's at, you can actually tell feet on the ground? Yeah. So, I mean, this is this is a lot of what economists do, um, kind of impact analyses of things. Overall, it probably, you know, these numbers probably are a little bit of an overestimate just because if we weren't spending our money on one thing, right, we'd likely be spending it on something else. So it does have to be that new spending. But yeah, you were able, you know, there's methods. Um, I won't go into all of those, but there's methods to, try, you know, to, to determine, you know, how much is being spent to estimate those numbers and, you know, how people are traveling to, you know, see these concerts and things like that. And, and what's being generated, you know, purely from that, that tour how long people are staying on average, how they're eating out, their hotel. I know it had a big impact on the hotel industry wherever she was going because there was a huge influx of people coming in. So we're usually talking more about like explicit outlays of money. So where you are actually spending some amount of money. Now, it's much harder to say, okay, what's like the true benefit? So for example, if somebody was willing to spend $10,000 to go to a Taylor Swift concert and they had to spend $2,000, right? Then as economists, we're going to see that $2,000. That's all we're able to observe is the $2,000 spent on that ticket. But that person is getting an extra $8,000 of benefit or happiness out of being able to go to go to that concert. So yeah, so usually when we're looking at these economic analyses or these impact analyses, we're looking at that actual explicit outlay of money, what's actually being spent on these things, which again, the true value may be even higher. We need to take a break on KYW News Radio In-Depth. We will continue our conversation in just a moment. But right now, there's nothing quite like the Honda Accord Hybrid and the CRV Hybrid when it comes to exhilarating efficiency. With hybrid technology and thrilling capability, these vehicles deliver an electrifying performance on every drive. This new year, discover for yourself what truly makes these hybrids special. Redefine your driving experience with Honda. KBB.com's best value brand of 2023 contact your local honda dealer today about the honda accord hybrid and the crv hybrid and now let's return to our conversation on kyw news radio in depth with katherine bender assistant professor of economics at the university of delaware's learner college of business and economics talk to me a little bit about kind of the concept of I've always called the term I've always used is kind of cottage industries or cottage economies that are kind of based on a very unique or or niche thing. And, you know, I would put this under that belt that like Taylor Swift, just the ripple effects of anything that she endorses, has her name on it. She performs at like you can tell, you know, how much her tide lifts all boats. Just it's kind of talk about that impact and how 
unique it is. Because I know Beyonce's tour, maybe not quite to this level, but this, the same thing. We could do things in sports, you know, stuff like that and, and see that. But just to kind of talk about the concept and what, what you see. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I think it's that that community. I think her songs speak to so many people. It resonates across the world, it seems like. Yeah, so I, th- I think that's why people are so, you know, into anything she's going to do, um, whether it be a tour or putting Travis Kelsey on the map, that kind of a joke that was going around, right? But But her appeal has been so broad and so universal that I don't think that many people can necessarily argue that it was her putting him on the map just because her fan base is is so broad. I've researched this more and more over the last several months as I've gotten into this project. If you asked me six months ago, I would not have necessarily said I, I wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, I'm a Swifty. I liked her music, but, you know, I didn't there was so much I didn't know either. In researching for this this class, I've learned so much and it's just so much positivity, which I think the world is just grasping for. And so, you know, like with friendship bracelets and such, like just sitting down and making a bracelet. Again, I would never have told you that was something that I enjoyed doing. Now I enjoy making friendship bracelets and, you know, I make different ones for each workshop and, you know, give them out to students. And I don't think that I've ever had a student not want one. And I think it's just, yeah, I I just think it's all this positivity. and, And I absolutely love that. You mentioned Travis Kelsey and another way to kind of track the Taylor Swift effect. You talked about like a Jets game where Kansas City was going there and it kind of gave you a real window into the impact she has economically. Yeah, so so uh, she showed up to a Kansas Chief games right on time for my uh, for my intro to microeconomics course. I, I happened to mention her coming to Travis Kelsey's Kansas City Chiefs game, and the following week, Kansas City was playing at the New York Jets. We had just talked about New York Jets tickets and how this is something called inelastic supply, meaning that there is, there's a set number of seats in that stadium. And so even if prices go up for, for a seat, the New York Jets can't generate more seats. So we saw that demand greatly increased because people thought Taylor Swift might show up to that game. We saw those ticket prices go up. We saw the, the jerseys for Travis Kelsey, you know, demand for that went up. And so we saw this kind of just resonate throughout the NFL. They talked about viewership there. We saw it with the podcast, you know, even their uh, Jason Travis Kelsey's Christmas song, right? Went to number one. And and so, again, I just think it's such, it's it's all, I don't think that you can necessarily complain about any of that. It's all positive things. And I think it's absolutely amazing to see such a large group of people come together and and create these these good things. And again, all kind of tailor leading that. How much are these kind of community economies? You know, because you talk about Taylor Swift, you see it in things like fantasy football. You know, we think about the economy and we just think we think like big companies and stuff like that. But how much do you think these little industries, these little ponds contribute? I think that it's an area that we that, that got hit more during COVID. You know, we didn't have any sort of other entertainment options. You couldn't even go out to eat. Right. And so I do think that, that, you know, we've seen really high demand, aggregate demand. And so coming out of the pandemic, I think that people started going into a lot more of these activities, more so than anybody could have ever predicted. And again, I think that we were looking for more of those connections and more of just that socializing that we missed out on. Having those connections is, is just great for our society. And, and, and so I, I love these kind of niche, these niche economies that, that help foster that. 
I'm curious, how would you be teaching this if you didn't take this angle? Would this strictly be just something that would be textbook driven and this is the data set, here are the variables? Would that basically be what you were dealing with if you hadn't taken this road? This whole project has been funded by the Paul Reichert's grant from our academic technology services at the University of Delaware. I applied for that over the summer. And when I applied for it, I did not have the Taylor Swift theme in mind. I had identified kind of a gap in the curriculum of, you know, just introducing students to being able to work with data. Um, when I taught an econometrics course, which is kind of our data analytics for econ last spring. And so that was my motivation for, for having a course like this. But I didn't really get the idea for having Taylor Swift until a little later on. So overall, I did I did want it to be something that was hands on in the computer lab, you know, with students working, you know, at this. I didn't expect to necessarily have the data mentors. I was just going to kind of be up there and lecture and, you know, have like maybe five, 10 minutes of lecture. And then they could do some exercises on their own for 10, 15 minutes. And then I'd lecture again. But just kind of having 90 minute sessions like that. I, I think that this has made it a lot more marketable to the students. And again, I'm, I think I'm getting a lot more, I'm, I'm getting in a lot more students who I necessarily would not have reached without this theme. And, and again, then once they're actually in, in the lab, I think that they're able then to appreciate and recognize the, the value of these skills. Has this changed the way you think about putting courses together? And I don't mean everything Taylor Swift. I just mean this kind of concept and this way of, of getting the information to the students, has this kind of changed how you approach things in the big picture? Yeah, I teach our large lectures. And so it's it's a little difficult in that large lecture setting to to try to connect with the students and get them engaged. So I am, I, I, I would say ever since I started teaching, I've always been looking for ways to engage students. And so I've really liked, you know, doing in-class activities and things like that. You know, and, and I've tried to pull in kind of little things here and there. You know, I might talk about like, you know, during the World Cup, talk about some soccer things or, you know, try to kind of pull in current events. But I think that this has been really nice just because, again, she she Taylor Swift, everybody knows who she is. I don't necessarily have to explain too much. I think I, I'm, I'm definitely recognizing the value of finding those things that are very familiar to, to students to try to at least help introduce a concept and then kind of bringing in some of the more, you know, econ, the kind of stereotypical econ concepts later. It really seems like you've kind of hit on something here. So could we see this expand and, ha and kind of a piggyback to that? As you've gotten a little attention, have you heard from other educators kind of wanting information on this? I, I want to continue running these first eight as well. I think it's incredibly important, um, kind of these basics. So really getting the first eight to be, you know, a solid foundation. I, I've thought as well about, you know, doing, doing it, you know, with a different type of topic or possibly doing kind of an expansion on this. So we have Data Enchanted, possibly, you know, Enchanted is about meeting for the first time. So kind of this introduction to, to data, but then maybe having like a data bejeweled or something like that, um, like another set of eight that kind of goes even deeper. And so I think it'd be really cool. We'll, we'll have to see kind of what funding and, and support there is out there for this. To answer your question overall, I haven't heard necessarily from larger networks of people, but again, the media has picked it up now. I, I hope it kind of takes off and that we can, you know, see this this make econ and data um, and coding and things like that more accessible, you know, across across other institutions as well. 
That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.